106 miles to Chicago. We got a full tank of gas. It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. Our lady of blessed acceleration, don't fail me now. It's time for Drive Radio, presented by Colorado Select Auto Care Centers. Whether you need help diagnosing a problem. I want to ask you a bunch of questions. I want to have them answered immediately. Or just want to learn about all things automotive. Hey, how exactly does a positive track rear on a Plymouth work? It just does. Then you've come to the right place. So start your engines, buckle up, and get ready to ride. Drive Radio starts now on KLZ 560 The Source. All right, it is Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Thanks for joining us. This is a live show February the 10th. It's a little snowy out, so if you're listening to a replay show, you'll know exactly what we're talking about today and what some of the callers may be referring to. Myself, Ken Rackley, Tune Tech Automotive with me today. So, uh, Ken, welcome. Always good to be here. Join me on Fix It Radio for a little bit there, which I appreciate as well. Thank you. Yeah, you bet. Always like to be here and, you know, try to be early, but I never am. Today (laughs) you were. You were just fine today. It worked out perfect. So glad you were. Uh, Again, those of you listening, thank you very much as well. The text line 307-200- 8222 307 200 8222. Don't forget, you can also call in directly 303 477 5600. 303 477 5600. Now, question of the day today, which has nothing to do with the weather. It's just, I was thinking of this one the other day, and sometimes people get this idea in their mind, and maybe this will be a discussion, you know, depending upon the car that you actually pick. But question of the day, what vehicle, in your opinion, doesn't have to be verified, but just what vehicle, in your opinion, won't make it to 100,000 miles? Now, that's a tough one because in today's modern world, most all of them will. But there's vehicles of the past. So what vehicle, in your opinion, won't make it to 100,000 miles? That's the question of the day, 303-477-5600. And just call us and give us your answer. So yeah, I have other questions as well, but that's the question of the day. Uh, sure, yeah. Now, the other thing I wanted to throw in here. I was going to ask, I'm glad Ken's here because I was going to ask Ken this in particular. And I've seen some of these devices, and I'm not against them. And this is, I want to throw this out and get everybody's opinion on this. But there's people now that are making devices whereby you can turn your floor jack into a jack stand. It's a device that is adjustable, it fits between the bottom uh, wheel axle. The axle that goes across the front. And the actual bar that would hold the pad for the jack itself. And it's a device that goes in between those two. You let you know you put it in there, you let the jack down ever so slightly, and it's now resting on it's now resting on that and it's a jack stand. I I personally I can't do that. I I guess just because of all the old days and learning how to do things properly and you never get under a vehicle unless there's a jack stand underneath it, and I want the regular solid uh, I don't even like the little post jack stands. I like the regular old, you know, triangle-shaped jack stands that are nice and heavy, not some cheese ball a Harbor Freight thing, but I want a nice heavy jack stand underneath that vehicle. I'm going to let the jack down That's right. on it, and, and I will cl- crawl under the vehicle. I've just seen and heard and experienced too many people that have either lost limbs, that have died, that have had other issues from the car sure. falling on them. Yeah. I'm not crawling underneath that thing unless it's on a good jack stand, and I'm not going to rely on the jack or that that post assembly that's between 
the jack and the bottom axle to rest down on top of. I'm not doing that. Right now, me either. Well, and, and the issues with, I, I you know, I, it's one of those things where jack stands are a platform. Correct. They, they have a platform. A jack is still on wheels. Right. So, I mean, does it make it safer? Yes. It's not going to hydraulically fail. But, but the pad and what it's on and the wheel, right, and exactly. to your point, all of those other things going on, you still haven't changed any of you're that. You're still under there rolling. And, and usually, I mean, you're not just lifting one side either. I mean, when I get under it, I lift the front or the back. Right. So it takes two. And then anyway, I'm going to put two so, jack stands yeah, exactly. out on either end of the axle two, or the exactly. control arms or whatever, yeah. or the frame or whatever you're going to do to exactly. keep things stable. And you I'm know, also one of those where once it's, I guess, from all the years of working in the industry... I'm going to let the car down on the jack stands, and then I'm going to give it the bumper tug or pull right, or yeah, move things around a little bit to make sure nothing's shifted before yeah. I even pull the jack out. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. And so with, <laughs> and we've seen this before, you know, where the jack, you get it up on the jack, and, you know, it starts to roll. Or if you're not on a flat surface or something, or you're moving it, like you were saying, you know, you're tugging it around, you're trying to pull something off that's <laughs> I, mean, I, I will say this that yeah, it's moving fortunately in all of the years of owning repair shops and having at one time two different shops and a dozen lifts in each shop and so on you know giving the proper training to even technicians to where even on a full hydraulic lift you get the vehicle up off the ground the tires are up and you shake that thing as much as you possibly can to make sure nothing's going to come off no nothing sliding yeah you've got no issues whatsoever in all of those years uh, there were a few close calls through those years where maybe a vehicle shifted, but I will tell you, in all those years, never lost a vehicle off a rack. Yeah. And or had one come off of jack stands or, or, or. Right. I just, I'm not a fan yeah, that's, of these items that make the jack a jack stand. Yeah, right. It's And it's not a jack stand. It's just a rolling jack at that point. That I'm still not, not a fan. No, me either. So, no, I, I wouldn't. I, so for yeah. me personally, and you're going to see these things not listed all over it, social yeah. media, yeah. guys, you do what you want, Yeah, but that's not for me. I'm not crawling underneath the vehicle in that particular circumstance. And typically, I would say somebody that would be getting that would be maybe working in their driveway or something to that effect. And Even worse. Even worse. It's on wheels. I'm, you know, I'm not a fan. Yeah, right. No, I mean, so, okay. Yeah. We'll move on to calls. I just want to get yeah. that out of the way. You guys might have a difference of opinion, but uh, that those are not for me. So, Jerry and Greeley, you're first today. Hi guys, I um, I missed part of the discussion about jack stands, but um, I found a unit that works good for me in my driveway. It's a uh, not a floor jack, not a rolling jack, but a bottle jack with a built-in uh, way to lock the square tube riser at different increments, uh, so that it, there's no way it can fall. I mean, the the weight's not being borne on the hydraulics once once you set it down into the notch in the square tube. So it, in a uh, sense, then becomes the quote-unquote jack stand? Right, all all integral. So yeah. works, That would be better well. than, a, than a regular rolling floor jack. Again, the problem with the, as Ken mentioned, Jerry, the problem with the rolling floor jacks is even if they become a quote-unquote jack stand, it's still on wheels. I, I, yeah. Again, I'm just not a fan. Right. Right. That scares me, too. Yeah. I I just, I'm not, sorry, I'm not crawling underneath it. (laughs) Yeah. That's not for me. Exactly. But I I, I called because um, I've gotten my second notice of a parking violation from the city of Boulder, and I haven't been to Boulder in 20 years, and I hope I never have to go down there again. Old old plates maybe kicking around off of something, or they've got something in the the system that's out of whack? What do you think's going on, Jerry? 
I don't know. It, it, it lists my license plate off my pickup, and it says that I was in their parking garage on a, on a date in December. And it's got these, I guess it's supposed to be a convincing photograph to prove I was there, but, but these little photographs are like an inch by a half an inch, and they're basically black. It doesn't really show anything. Huh. But, um, yeah, I would I dispute that. I wonder if it interpreted the number wrong. Right. I mean, you know, interpreted the license plate number wrong if there was dirt on it or something like that. It has to be. Yeah. Cause I, I, was, I don't know. I mean, I, I got one a month ago, and I just threw it away, and now I've got another one. And I would follow up on that one, or you're going to keep getting them, it sounds yeah. like. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know what to do except tell them they're full of bull. Yeah, I call uh, them on the phone and say, listen, I, you know, I live in Greeley. Don't go to Boulder. Never been in Boulder. You guys have got something with your system that's out of whack. Uh, maybe take a really nice, fine picture of, you know, if they ask, take a nice, fine picture of your license plate. Of course, they would be able to look that up and find it anyway, so it's really not that big of a deal. But something's out of whack, Jerry. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I, I'll give them a call, I guess. Um, I th- if you don't, my here's my fear. If you don't and you end up in Boulder for anything at all and they happen it. to be rolling by and see your number, um, get a I, I, yeah, I would not want to boot on my yeah. car. Right. Yeah. Well, this uh, kind of ties into something I stumbled across on the Internet. Um, and maybe you guys are up on this, but um, I, I found a Fox News headline. It says, Colorado law requires drivers to pay traffic camera citations. It's a and new law that went into effect January 1st, yes. Okay. And um, providing several things. Glad you brought this up. Providing you can really see who's driving. In, is that you or not? And then on top of that, is it, to your point a moment ago, a good image of your license plate? Can they see everything and so on? Now, if it's you or even somebody that you know was driving your car on that day, because that's the other thing that changed with the law, it now is pretty much gone with the vehicle and the registered owner of the vehicle. So as long as everything's visible, you can see the person and so on, you got to pay. That changed January 1st. Hmm. Well, and, and so I'm reading this Fox News story, which you know I, I basically don't trust anything the mainstream media puts out anymore. But but uh, they they make it sound like yeah you're automatically guilty and it's up to you to prove some sort of innocence. Correct. Um, but then when I go to the actual bill that they reference, I don't read it that strictly at all. And and it there is still uh, some leeway in it, Jerry. But as I said a moment ago, pretty much if. They can see that it's either you or somebody that you've authorized to drive the vehicle. Everything else is legible. The license plate is legible. You're going to have to pay. That did change. I would have told you before, throw it away, don't worry about it. But, yes, in today's world, yes, that law made it where you have to pay. And, and the way I'm reading this, it's uh, for speeding and red lights. Correct. Both. Okay. That's right. And the other thing people are confused about, if you're going up and down I-25 and you switch in and out of the HOV lane and they catch you, you got to pay that one, too. Okay. Well, I appreciate the You're very welcome, Jerry. No, thank you very much. I appreciate that also. Mark, Wally, you guys hang tight. We'll come right back. This is Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Got too much debt but a low rate on your mortgage? Worried that rates aren't going to go down fast enough? Need relief now? Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. Before your property tax and homeowner insurance goes up, we can help you lower your monthly payments, pay off your debt, and lower the amount of interest you pay. 
We have been changing lives in Colorado for over 20 years. Take AIM, 720-895-0500, and let our experience continue to save you money. Want to downsize but can't qualify with a current mortgage and a new one? Been told you have to sell your house for the down payment? That debt ratio is too high? We can help. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Use your equity for the down payment and debts, qualify only on the new mortgage payment, and have no more contingency offers. Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage. Our experience can save you money. 720-895-0500. That's 720-895-0500. NMLS 298-191. Regulated by DORA. Equal credit lender. Here are the three C's of high performance in less than 60 seconds. Your engine piston rings must have good compression, which makes good combustion, which saves cash at the pump. But you lose compression when piston rings clog with carbon. Today's engines use low tension rings, which clog much easier, which lowers compression, combustion, and the amount of cash in your pocket with higher fuel cost and expensive repairs. This problem can be fixed as fast as your next oil change. The best service shops use a BG product BG. that cleans the engine and accomplishes the three C's in just 15 minutes. It has three letters, E. P-R, as in engine performance restoration that cleans piston rings and restores compression, which increases and saves you. Find a shop with BG products BG. at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. So, at your next oil change, remember the three C's. You will find more of this in your engine and this in your pocket when you clean your engine with BG. A new reality in planning for retirement. And Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial knows how to help you navigate it with success. You hear the arguments about Social Security, and many people are worried that they won't get out of it what they've paid into it. Al knows how to prepare you for that in case you don't get the benefits you expect. Your grandparents had pensions, but employers have shifted to making you responsible for retiring on your own. Al can help you strategize using securities like 401ks and IRAs as individual parts of your overall plan and advise you on making tough decisions like adjusting to your risk tolerance or making room for the things you want to do in retirement. Take control of this new reality and reach out to Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial today for a free no-obligation consultation by going to klzradio.com money. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Management, LLC. A registered investment advisor, BCM, and Golden Eagle Financial Limited are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents. If you're looking for great quality eye care, look no further than Stack Optical. Hey, this is Scott Watley, and for over 20 years, Alan Stack has been taking care of our optical needs. At Stack Optical, they handle all of your eyewear needs with glasses, prescription glasses, shooting glasses, sunglasses, contacts, eyeglass repairs, and yes, even eye exams. And those eye exams are only $69. And if you've been told you've got a complicated prescription, that's just one of the specialties at Stack Optical. Optical. At Stack Optical, they have their own on-site lab, and in most cases, you can have your new glasses in just two to three days. Stack Optical, 2233 South Monaco Parkway. Free and up-close parking. Call them today, 303-321-1578. That's 303-321-1578. Or visit stackoptical.com. And remember, at Stack Optical, you'll see the difference. Attention Denver drivers, are you tired of the same old routine when it comes to car maintenance? Well, it's time to experience automotive excellence like never before at Toy Excess Denver. 
At Toy Access Denver, we're your trusted partners in automotive care and specialize in Toyota, Lexus, and Honda, and Subaru vehicles with a commitment to quality and customer satisfaction. We've been serving the Denver community for years, providing top-notch service. But that's not all. Our experienced and friendly staff goes the extra mile to ensure your vehicle receives the care it deserves. From routine maintenance to major repairs, our certified technicians use state-of-the-art equipment and high-quality parts to keep your car running smoothly. Plus, at Toy Excess Denver, we believe in transparency and honesty. No hidden fees, no gimmicks, just straightforward and fair prices that put you in the driver's seat. So why settle for ordinary when you can experience extraordinary? Visit Toy Excess Denver today at toyexcessdenver.com to learn more about our services and schedule your next service appointment. You can also call 303-722-0234. Toy Excess Denver, where automotive excellence meets customer satisfaction. Drive with confidence. Drive with Toy Excess Denver. All right, we are back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Somebody from out of state said out-of-staters, if they get some of these red light or speeding camera tickets, do they have to pay? Um, you know what? I wouldn't. Uh, yeah. Because I have no idea how they would enforce it if you're out-of-state. So personally, no, I wouldn't. And I guess I'd I mean, toss if, that if, one. If you came back into the state, I mean, would there be something on flagged with you? Or, Highly I mean, doubtful. Yeah. I mean, I would... I, Personally, I would let that one slide. Yeah. I wouldn't worry about it. That's my recommendation. Yeah. But I'm not an attorney, so you know, yeah, right. <laughs> take that for what it's worth. Uh, 303-477-5600 is our phone number. Mark, you're up, sir. Uh, good morning, gentlemen. Morning. Uh, called before on my 2003 Tahoe. That, uh, I needed an ECM. Well, I bought a new ECM at the same place I got the new engine from, and everything's running fine. Uh, three days later, the, not, the check engine light comes back on. Goes back to the same code, replace NOx sensor TO327. Well, the NOx sensors are Delco and they're brand new. And the ECM now from the dealer is brand new. So, could have something between the harness that plugs into those sensors and the ECM, or the ECM connect, or, you know, something in that circuit anyway. Uh, yeah, I'd have to, have to get in and see what's make or you know if there's an open circuit or something to that effect because it's the same code so there's a connector on the that's on the back of the engine i saw yeah. that and anifold off and the wiring is good because uh here's here's what was said check operation of both knock sensor this is from the dealer both are working fine check circuits from knock sensors at ecm found both circuits are good hmm yeah yeah, if it's set in the same codes, either I'm, you know, it's either a circuit issue. <laughs> well, all three that have been replaced, you know, the, either the circuit, the sensors, or the or the ECM. But I doubt it would be the ECM. Doubt it would be. Uh, I mean, almost yeah. need to have the scan tool in it while it's driving to determine. And, and I guess that'd be a question mark. Has somebody done that? Driving it and yeah. see yeah. if it's getting. Yeah, they had a scan tool yeah. in it, driving it to see what what's all what do the readings look like and so on while they're driving. Yeah, well, that's a good that's a good point. So let me take that one step further. So the light is still on. So what they need to do is plug their uh, reader in the thing and take it for a drive. Actual scan tool that, where they can look at the actual data stream coming out of the ECM, find out you know 
going to and from the the data going to and from the ECM is what I'm getting at. So they can actually look at that live stream and see how it's reading and determine to Ken's point, is there a glitch somewhere between the two? Versus being stagnant where, it, you know, correct. It, yeah. Turn the key and then wait. Correct. Okay. Yeah. They, well, yeah. It, if they're just looking at it sitting still, probably not going to get enough data out of it. And that's what year was that one? Is that a 90? No, 2003. Or three. That, sorry. You're 03. I mean, that one will have some freeze frame data in it, not like what your new one will have, because every year since they've gotten better and better and better at that. I don't, and Ken, you could answer this better than I. How much freeze frame data on an 03 will it even store to even look at? Not much, right? Yeah, there's not a lot of info That's what I on thought. that. So, 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 Mark, that one, again, that, that one needs to be driving, reading the scan data, you know, the, the data stream, if, if you would, at that time. Yeah. Because I, since this is a new motor, I, I thought the new motors should be, just the new ECM and the new motor, they should be communicating with each other. Correct. Yeah. And so, provided I, there's nothing well, in the connectors or the harness, yeah. Yeah, and with that's the other thing, too. With that one being an engine change, I would really look, at, you know, the shop needs to be looking really, really close at that harness and is something pinched, cut, nicked, anything along those lines to and from knowing all that work was done, Mark. Yeah. And, and, and again, I'm assuming also, you, you know me, I'm pretty much a, let's go back in time and figure out exactly what's happening. This wasn't happening with the old motor, right? No. That's what I thought. So this has been, because I know you, this has been since the new new engine went in, right? Yeah, and a new, it was, we took off the intake manifold and put in new Delco knock sensors. We thought those were faulty, but... Report says here the circuits are fine, so they ran a circuit. Yeah, check. but they're like, they're looking yeah. at those circuits being fine, as yeah. in in that moment yeah. in time when they're reading, you know, when they've got the computer plugged in, they're you know they're reading the data stream at that time. Parked, yeah, it probably is. Question is, as you know, going down the road, things are moving, heat changes, the engine shifting on the mounts. There's all sorts of things happening. Yeah, is all of that being looked at at that time? Is the question. I, I, I thank you so much because I didn't think of that because where they're checking is on a static a static motion. Correct. Yeah. Right. And, and yeah. I'm going back in time. You, know, you Again, Mark, you, you know me. You know how I diagnose things. This wasn't there prior to the engine. It is now. What changed? Well, lots of things, but one of the big things that changed is the engine came in and out of the vehicle. Yeah. If the, the car runs great. Yeah. No problems. Yeah, yeah and that's not, a circuit that I, frankly won't change the way right. it runs. But, exactly. But it could, you know, it could have an effect, negative effect on the detonation end of things. Yeah. And the stupid lights on. I mean, you you're like me. I don't want the light on. Right. Well, I'm taking yeah. it across country, and I don't I don't know if that lights the east or the uh, knock sensor. Right. Or you you else. don't know down the road oh, what else. Thank yeah. you. Unless you bring your own code reader along with you, you won't know. What else is it seeing? That's yeah, right. Exactly. Okay, when well, you answer that question, I've got a product recommendation here. I'll make this sure. quick. So the my '97 Carrera S Porsche, after 26 years, the bolsters on the driver's seat are cracked and blah 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 blah. But I found a product called Seat Doctors. Okay. And this product, if you take your time with one of those sponge brushes, yeah, and go very slowly and tape off seams, because if you only dye a section of the seat, you go to a seam, you know, so it blends in. Right. This stuff. Works really, really good. Huh. I just looking so, them up. Oh, I thank you for that. I did. I've never heard of it. Thank you. Seat. Doc, I'm looking it up it. right now. Interior or auto interior first aid. You don't rub it. You use one of those sponges. Now, my wife's 2011 Volvo 
has a white leather steering wheel. Thank you, Volvo. So the finish was wearing off, and I dyed her steering wheel with the uh, sandstone beige, and it came out absolutely flawless. Okay, good to know. And the stuff works. There's that guy down in Colorado Springs that's got that 2001 7 Series uh, BMW. That might be a good product for him to address. Oh, Steve, one yeah, four ounce good point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one four-ounce bottle will do a whole seat. Um, but it does work. Now you have to either you do the whole seat or you fake it into a seam. Okay, it's not worn. Okay, makes sense. And they've so, also got nice leather conditioner, top coats, and so on as well. I see. Yeah. Ah, okay. I, Carla- I like it. Mark, and I know you well enough to know your recommendation comes uh, you know very high. So yeah, thank you for that. I, I'm, I'm very picky, like you are. Yeah, no, I appreciate <laughs> you. Uh, th- this is a great recommendation. So thank you for that. Okay, so the car that never make it 100,000 miles, and I had an opportunity to be in one, is a Fiat. Any Fiat, or you can have <laughs> I can't argue that one. Somebody, yeah. uh, one of my good friends said, you go as well. I, I, actually, uh, Paul from you Toy go. Exus just texted that in a moment ago and said, you go. Yep, I can, that one as well. Yeah. Well, that Fiat that came out, that 500, that was a total bomb. Oh, they were not very good cars. You're 100% correct. Total junk. So, John, and, and what's your assistant's name? There's... Ken? Ken's yeah. here. Yeah. Ken. Ken, thank you, guys. It makes a whole lot of sense to me. Okay. Uh, I only went back to the dealer because that's where the motor came from, and that's the logical place to go. Yep. No, it makes sense. Yeah. They, they I just mean, need to do a little further investigation here. Yeah. Yep, so drive the car with a yep. monitor in it. Yeah, in their case, they've got the OEM monitor. Even makes it, your OEM scan tool even makes it easier for them. Okay. Well, thank you, gentlemen. You bet, Mark. People nope. Have- Appreciate you very much. Somebody texted in a moment ago, too, and said that if an out-of-state, this is for you out-of-staters, I, I have not verified this. So you guys need to do your own investigative work on this because I don't know if this is true or not. But a texter is saying if you don't pay the fines, even out-of-state, they'll usually ding your credit or whoever the owner of the vehicle is and didn't pay the ticket. Hmm. This is coming from somebody in... Uh, in VA. So I, you know what? I don't know that to be true. Could very well be the case. Uh, thank you, by the way. I will see if I can't do some investigative work on that. I don't know. Again, I, that I don't know. I cannot tell you. So thank you from Virginia. And, and I didn't know that. So I will do a little bit of investigative work on that and find out. Rich in Arvad, I'll get you in before the break. Go ahead, sir. Hello, Rich. Yes, sir. Uh- Yes, uh, I'm calling back again. I called earlier today and uh, on the Fix It Show. Oh, sure. Uh, I got a couple, couple, couple more questions here. Um, my kid's got a, a 2016 uh, Subaru Outback, and the dealers are saying he should wait to 100,000 miles to have that transmission flushed out. Wrong. I called two, three different dealers. They're all Wrong. saying the same. Yeah, the dealer's going to say that because they, A, don't want to do it. They, they're going to tell you it's not needed. They're looking at the total cost of ownership, trying to keep that figure down. That's a, that, I believe that vehicle has a CVT transmission. Absolutely needs changed. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh. No questions yeah. asked, Rich. The dealer will say and that. You know, they're wrong. And I, uh, I called the different transmission places there in the Quad Cities. It's an area of about 350,000 people, and none of the transmission places will do it. They say they need a special equipment or tool or some such thing. Uh, Uh, Well, no, I mean, you need the right flush equipment or fluid transfer equipment probably is a better way to say that. And most of the folks in, in this 
neck of the woods and are affiliated with this program use the BG equipment and BG can do that all day long rich I, what I would do if he's you know because he's out of state go to BG find a shop.com and find a uh, shop uh-huh. um, you know a lot of those there's not really a flush to them you know a lot of the CVTs are just more of a drain and fill. Tra- you get a, it, that's right you get most of it out on the drain and fill so it's uh-huh. you know so it's it's just but it needs – Yeah, I would, I would say 50000 would be – Yeah, you know, some, there's some of those sooner. even – Rich will recommend it 30. So where – and I didn't ask. Where, where, I'm sorry. Where is he at on mileage, did you say? He's about 54000 he's, okay. he's due. Yeah, I would I would get it done Not you know, overdue, soon. but he's due. Yeah, yeah exactly. As soon as, as soon as he can. The Subarus we've seen where they don't – they don't discolor like a lot of the Nissans and, and a lot of the other CVT transmissions. The the Subarus seem to be a little bit better along those lines. But, you but know, every CVT two, yeah. has wear oh, going yeah, on. I mean, exactly. every transmission does, but especially a CVT, Rich, because just think of the old mini bike days. That's essentially what a CVT is, only on a grander scale. It's got pulleys that are ramping up against a steel belt that are changing the gear ratio indefinitely, that's how they work. Yeah, it's always slipping something. That's right. Yeah. And the funny thing is I stopped about a year ago at the dealership where we bought it from, and uh, uh, I asked the guy at the uh, service state department uh, uh, about changing it. Oh, go 100000 I said, well, I hear that they've been having some transmission problems. He said, yeah, we got three of them in there now having the, having the transmission failure yeah you get around 80,000 miles and they started having problems with it and uh, so that was going on until they got that figured out by the time the 2016 came along but it was like uh, 2010 2009 something like that the valve had bodies problems. had some big issues with them yeah definitely okay and then one other question uh if you don't mind sure. uh they've got this new poly poly whatever it is uh synthetic stuff that you put on a, a car instead of wax. Uh, is that stuff pretty good? Or uh, I've heard that can give a problem if you ever have to have it uh, repainted or anything like that. If you do any kind of a ceramic coating, we're talking to you know, Roy last week, who's our sponsor from ProTech. Yes, you need to let the collision center know that it's got a ceramic coating on it. Typically, they're going to know that anyways. But yes, you would want to let them know that it has that on it. But they, that can be taken care of, though. Yes. And, oh, yes, definitely. Painted. Okay. Okay, then. Well, thank you very much. For Rich, thank you very much. I do yeah, appreciate yeah. it very much. Uh, Mick in Westminster, hang tight. You've got an EV question. I can answer that as soon as we come back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Never know how. How great is the free nationwide peace of mind warranty from your Napa Auto Care Center? 24-month, 24,000-mile protection. Great. Honored by more than 13,000 Napa Auto Care Centers nationwide? Great. Travel with confidence knowing that if you have a problem, help is just a toll-free call away. Oh, and did we mention that your Napa Auto Care Center's peace of mind warranty is free? Get this great warranty at your nearest Napa location. Napa know-how! If your engine doesn't leak oil, but you have to add to it between oil changes, where does the oil go? The problem occurs when piston rings clog with carbon and then allow oil to blow by the pistons and burn in combustion chambers. The best service shops use a BG product that cleans the engine in just 15 minutes. Find a shop with BG products at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. It will protect your engine and your pocketbook. Find a shop now. Go to bgfindashop.com. 
You want to protect your classic car in the event of an accident on the way to a car show or a surprise Colorado hailstorm. But you shouldn't insure your classic car the same way you'd insure your everyday vehicle. Paul Lanigro and his team at Group Insurance Analysts will get you the right coverage for your classic car. Just like with any other form of insurance, Paul and his team at GIA will shop the entire market at no extra charge, hunting for the right coverage at the best price. Remember, GIA works for you, not a specific insurance company, so they have more options. Unlike other forms of insurance, though, you should not insure your classic car based on cash value. You've put a lot of work into that car, so the real value far exceeds the book price. GIA will make sure your vehicle is insured up to a stated value to protect your investment. Get the right insurance from GIA. Call 303-423-0162. Have you ever thought about owning a classic car, hot rod, older truck, or an out-of-the-norm vehicle? Worldwide Vintage Autos is the place to go for all your vintage car and truck needs. With over 80,000 square feet of indoor showroom and warehouse space, they make the shopping experience easy. Every vehicle they sell is checked out by their own staff and is verified as a roadworthy vehicle, and this includes consignment vehicles. When you buy a vehicle from Worldwide, it's a vehicle you can safely drive home. They sell over 1,200 vehicles a year, and most of their inventory comes from people like you and me. If you want to eliminate the hassle of selling your vintage or unique vehicle, give them a call today. By the way, sign up today for the VIP list. They'll give you updates on all their new inventory that the general public doesn't see yet, and it's at a discounted price. Worldwide Vintage Autos. Don't let the name fool you. They sell worldwide, but their showroom is right here in Denver. Find them today at WorldwideVintageAutos.com or call 877-378-4679 and make sure you tell them John Rush from Drive Radio sent you. Do you want to improve your health, fitness, and beauty? Are you an athlete recovering from an injury? A weekend warrior who is sore from your last workout? Do you have a chronic medical condition trying to meet a health and wellness goal? Or maybe you are looking for a great doctor who thinks the way you do. Dr. Scott Faulkner and Castle Rock Regenerative Healthcare is your path to a healthier tomorrow. Owner Dr. Scott is a board-certified internal medicine specialist, bringing decades of experience and expertise to the table. Dr. Scott is a true advocate of the latest advancements in healthcare. That's why he uses umbilical-derived stem cells, which have been clinically proven to be the most potent stem cells available. Worried about being lost in the crowd of impersonal health care? Fear not. Dr. Scott is a big picture doctor, not beholden to big pharma like some other providers. He takes the time to understand your unique needs and will customize your health care to fit you, your body, and your lifestyle. Reach your full potential and achieve your goals. Call Dr. Scott today at 303 303- 663-6990 or visit him online at castlerockregenerativehealth.com or find him at rushtoreason.com We are back. Drive Radio KLZ 560. Thanks for joining us today. Mick in Westminster. You're on with myself. Ken Rackley from Tech Automotive with me as well. Mick, what can I do for you? Uh, yeah, I... I... I've always, uh, I've never heard you comment on it. Uh, I know you, uh, you had your Chevy, or 
I don't know if you still have it, the Chevy EV. Yes, I do. Um, you're a lot of experience because I've learned over buku years of automotive ex- uh, ownership, trust uh, manufacturers uh, and, e- and EPA gasoline, conventional gasoline ratings as far as you could throw them. Yes, uh, you know, Correct. There's been too many... Uh, too many uh, big uh, penalties uh, against manufacturers for fudging their, uh, their gas. Uh, and so that's why I, I was kind of in the back of my mind wondered, what's your real-life uh, uh, experience with uh, what kind of range you, you get out of your EV as opposed to the damn manufacturers? Mine, mine's actually fairly close to what they say. Summertime, I can do 270, 280, wintertime. Uh, 220-ish, 210, depending upon how cold it is outside. That's how much the, you know, the cold weather will affect the, the range. It's probably the best way for me to say that, Mick, you know, the degradation of the battery when it's cold. So about 200-ish, 210 in the cold weather, even when it was, the, you know, the below zero stuff, uh, pretty close to that. And then in the summertime, 270, 280. Okay. Uh, so, so that, uh, I don't recollect uh, what Chevy was putting out for uh, their, uh, their MPG or uh, the, the electrical equivalent. Uh, uh, they don't typically tell you what it'll do cold. That's kind of just take 30% and deduct, and it's going to be fairly accurate. Tesla's probably a little better on the cold weather side of things because they do a different uh, heater system for the battery than what everybody else does. But in general, rule of thumb, just take 30% off in the cold weather. And they're pretty accurate. I will say this for the manufacturers. Whatever they tell you range should be in warm weather it's going to be pretty close they're pretty accurate on that okay just yeah i i have that skepticism when i hear uh i hear the for instance the big full-size you know heavy heavy uh lightnings in the in the chevy uh, uh ev pickups with that kind of mass that uh, some of their range strikes me as a little maybe on the fudge side for that much well and keep in mind when it comes to the like, trucks the one thing they will not tell you is if you're going uphill if you're towing a trailer if you've got any kind of load if you've got extra stuff in the truck i mean yeah all of those things are not being factored in in fact mick even in my case i get less range even though the vehicle will tell you there's more range i get a little less range in the winter because i run blizzax on the car in the winter versus the summer and i will not get exactly the same range because that tire doesn't have the same rolling resistance you know, it's got less rolling resistance than, or I should, let me say that the right way. It's a higher rolling resistance tire than what the Michelins are in the summer. Let's say sure. it that way. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that that completely makes sense. That's physics. Uh, that, that makes sense. Uh, I was curious, on, on uh, you, you know, if you go up and do, uh, say you go up to Guanella and uh, you come on back and you're doing all the stop and start and, you, you know, maybe you make the mistake of getting up on a weekend with every ski bum, uh, what's your mountain experience would uh, would uh, draw mileage out of your EV? About the same. It doesn't change. In fact, because you what you lose going up, you gain coming back down. So it's pretty much a wash. Okay, it it, it returns that kinetic force to your your yeah the the uh, regenerative break the regenerative breaking downhill will add back in. But again, you also have much more load going uphill. So a lot of folks say, "Well, I'll gain it all back going downhill." No, you don't gain it all back because you used a bunch going uphill. Right. Yeah used a lot more okay than, yeah yeah that's a, that's the impression i got just a couple more things because I, I i i'm old school i probably i first off i can't afford the uh the sticker price that they're still uh putting on uh, right on most of these and i and i'm convinced i i could you know you get a, a good efficient combustion engine and uh 
the refinement they've made over 120 years of uh, the combustion engine. I and I don't I don't subscribe to that. We're we're melting. Uh, we're oh drowning no, we're not. No, 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 no. <clears throat> the EV thing would be more of. Fall. Mick, if you think it would be you know advantageous to you as far as your you know your lifestyle, do you have the ability to charge it at home in a garage? By the way, yeah, there's a lot of factors that you know government doesn't tell you, and I think frankly neither do the dealers because no offense, they don't know they don't know as much about selling the car as I do, and I'm not trying to boast when I say that, Mick. But when you own one and drive one and have been around it, you know way more about it, and I can tell you this firsthand than what the folks at the dealership level do they've been trained by the factory on what to do or say you know the foggiest idea how these things work and i'm just being straight <laughs> right. up honest right they have no clue oh exactly yeah i couldn't agree more uh, last couple of questions i had um okay uh, and again I, I try to listen to you guys pretty often and hear your comments on on your experience with your ev uh what kind of feel do you have for you know with with the standard uh internal combustion engine you pull off the lot the kind of devaluation depreciation you get what kind of depreciation are the first-generation EVs seeing off the lot? Worse, because I think what's happening with them is if you're getting the, right now, depending upon what EV you buy, you can get up to twelve five back in tax credits on said car. The reality is you're going to lose that the minute you sell it. So it's even a larger, quote-unquote, depreciation than what an ICE vehicle would be, but you got that money back in your pocket, so it's kind of a wash. Yeah. That, okay, that's interesting. Uh uh, let me see. What's good? Because it, it can make everybody out there knows that somebody got that credit, so that car is not worth that anymore. Yeah, it, that makes sense. That that you makes you sense. just yeah, devalued it by that much, basically. Yeah, yeah. It, it it's uh, going against uh, uh, market forces that uh, you, when you get the hand of government. Uh, uh, poison in uh, what true values of yeah what well, yeah what we're forcing you know it never works that's why mm-hmm. the free market's the best way to do it when you force a product on people i.e. Obamacare it never works out as well as what the free market would do because when people want to buy something out of their own free will and you f- you fulfill that need that that particular person wants that's how the market is supposed to work when government gets involved and forces things out upon the public it never works the same that's the problem EVs have right now it's not not that the EV product itself is bad; it's how it's being pushed that's bad. Right? Yeah, they're they're pushing it as a green thing. It's not. It's a not. Green thing. It's it's not. You know, and, and for some not people, free. it's not even it's practical. Not, right? Exactly. It depends I mean, on the person. Yeah, yeah. It they are a good vehicle. Yeah, like John was saying. Yep. You know, and it's it's just does it fit your purpose? Does and the unfortunate fit? part, you know, Mick and Ken and all of you listening, is the unfortunate part is I think there's a lot of people out there that actually would benefit from owning one, but because they've forced fed this mick there's a lot of people on both sides of the aisles that are just going to say i don't want one because of what government has done in regards to the credits and so on if they would have just let these things roll out on their own i believe today they'd even have a higher acceptance be, than what yeah. they do but because government stuck their nose in it uh-huh. and got involved they've screwed up something that actually could have been fairly well done yeah oh yeah. I, I totally agree i it's you know the 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 wrap-up was totally illogical they you know you've first off we're our energy grid will not sustain massive uh influxes right. not on a large scale TV. no now now again no, the homeowners TV, that are even, i mean the home the homeowners that are using and plugging in at night you know no offense most people at night aren't doing anything else anyways you're not going to have any issues there but yeah you we cannot do a large scale everybody plugging in at once and charging that's not going to work right 
Yeah, I mean, I, Exhibit A is California. They, yeah. they have the rolling blackouts, yeah. and yeah. that's without you know that's without uh, ten million EVs. Correct. Uh, yeah. You know, to, tapping on the, the 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 energy grid at this. You know, at, at, during uh, there's going to be a lot of people in the daytime that'll not. You know, they'll uh, cab somebody's cab driver. You know, I mean, <laughs> you're yeah. you're burning up you're burning up your vehicle's uh, battery capacity, and boom, you're at twelve o'clock lunch. I think I'd be plugging that damn thing in and hoping I can get the, the, get the rest of the day in. Uh, yeah. out on me. Well, well, and again, it's designed for, really, in my opinion, these vehicles are designed for somebody that can have it as a second or third vehicle, park at home, charge at home, inside, uh, you know, 200-mile range for most of these vehicles is more than enough for what most, even me, I drive, you know, 65, 70 miles a day at the most, even a hundred. Even for me, Mick, it works fine. I can charge it at night, not a problem. I'm kind of an ideal user, even in that sense. But frankly, a lot of others are as well. Problem is, again, we didn't sell these right in the first place. They're pushed yeah, instead I, of I, sold. Yeah. Oh, to- totally. Yeah, we're. It's you know the the demand is is uh, preceding the practicality. You got yeah. it. We. We don't ha- we don't have the refill stations countrywide. Sure. Correct. If yeah. you're an urban commuter, yeah, you can. If you make like you're saying, if you make your uh, within a, a urban corridor like uh, Boulder down to maybe down to Colorado sure. Springs, you yeah. know that's that's feasible, that's doable. But if I'm going to go up to Laramie or I'm going to go down to Albuquerque, yeah, I, I I would not trust the the system now to leave me stranded in. No, uh, I wouldn't either. Lamar. Yeah, or, no, or, no uh, I wouldn't drive mine know. that far. By the way. <laughs> well, I mean, and- I, you know, I'll go up to the mountains and back, you know, uh, Mick, Breckenridge, something along those lines outside of that. And, yeah, we're not going much further than that. Yeah. Well, that's that's interesting. Yeah, thanks, John. I just I, – I listen to you regularly enough, but I never heard those little details. You're welcome. And you're uh, – you're, I want real-life takes. I, like I said, I do not trust the manufacturers and the EPA's slant. One is trying to sell you vehicles. The other trying to sell a concept – Yep, for their own political purposes. You're right. And it is a political purpose. It is. The EPA has You're a correct. lot of political purposes. It's not just pure science. You're right. It hasn't been since the invention of the EPA. And it just, I, I thanks for letting me get your take. You're on very welcome. No, life. Nick, I appreciate it. No, thank you for the call. Eric, hang tight. We'll come back to you. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. With hail season behind us now and snow season fast approaching, we here at Roof Savers Colorado want to help ensure that your roof can brave whatever elements this season ushers in. With over 20-plus years of roofing experience, we pride ourselves in helping homeowners evaluate the best option for their situation. If you're looking to get more life out of your current roof, we offer a 100% plant-based rejuvenation treatment that gives new roof performance without all the new roof costs. However, in the event a replacement is necessary, we will also work with any insurance company to get a damaged roof the replacement it needs. Do not let your home fall victim to the ever-changing Colorado climate. Be proactive and set up your free inspection to receive an honest evaluation of the condition of your roof. Call today at 303-710-6916. That's 303-710-6916. Or go to RoofSaversCO.com to keep your roof ready for wherever Colorado throws its way. Never know how! You're here. We're here. Isn't it about time we met? Our Napa Auto Care Center would like to introduce you to our top quality vehicle maintenance and repairs, nationwide warranty, and service you can trust. And yes, there's something in it for you. Stop by our Napa Auto Care Center for your special welcome kit. It has the information you need to get to know us. Plus, welcome specials to save you money from the very start. Visit NapaOnline.com. Napa Know How! 
You're driving down the road and out of nowhere comes a bang. A huge rock just hit your windshield and now you have a star in your windshield. Did you know that chip can be fixed? But who is the best? Who has the best resins that keep developing them to work with the newest windshields? That would be Novus Autoglass. Novus, which is the Latin word for innovate, invented windshield repair in 1972, and it still leads the industry in cutting-edge technology, backed by more patents than any other repair and replacement company. While other glass repair services offer limited warranties, or worse, none at all, you can trust the original Novus pros to stand behind their work with a full refund that you can use towards a windshield replacement for the life of your windshield. Find a Novus location near you by going to any of our websites, ready-radio.com, drive-radio.com, or fixitradio.com. Just click on the Novus link. That's Novus Autoglass. Top auto manufacturers admit that today's high-tech engines on average can use a quart of oil every thousand miles. Why? To meet the government's fuel economy mandates, they use the faster-moving low-tension piston rings that can clog quickly, reducing power, causing poor fuel economy. The Performance Oil Service from BG Products cleans piston rings and restores the fuel system. And it's backed up with lifetime protection for the engine. Ask your service advisor about the BG Performance Oil Service or go to BGFindashop.com. That's BGFindashop.com. BG. You are responsible for making sure that you are properly insured, but you're not alone. While Paul Leuenberger believes in personal accountability, he wants to make sure he's setting you up for success as your home and auto insurance agent. Paul will teach you about how you can save money on your premium while being fully covered in case of a loss. Your insurance should be for emergencies, not petty cosmetic issues. Insurance is not a coupon, your bank account, or for maintenance. Paul Leuenberger will tell you that your insurance is for emergencies. And when you work with Paul, you'll be rewarded for your diligence. Ask him about their incentivizing rebate program. Take a higher deductible and take responsibility. It's just one of the ways they can afford to keep their rates low. Take control of your life. Take responsibility for your insurance coverage. Call Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance now at 303-662-0789. That's 303-662-0789. Picture this. You're cruising down the open road the wind in your hair, and the sun in your face. Now, imagine doing it in a car that looks as good as the day you drove it off the lot. That's where ProTech Auto Shield and Nano Coatings comes in. ProTech, the name you can trust for top-tier automotive protection. Your car isn't just a set of wheels, it's an investment. And we're here to make sure it stays pristine. Step inside our cutting-edge facility, where we craft the latest in automotive protection. Our advanced paint protection films act like an invisible force field, shielding your car from road debris, rock chips, and whatever Mother Nature throws your way. And for that showroom shine that lasts, our premium ceramic coatings offer unbeatable protection against dirt, water, and those harsh UV rays. But ProTech isn't just about the exterior. We care about every detail, inside and out. Our interior protection products Ensure spills, stains, and wear and tear are a thing of the past. Worried about making the right choice? Our expert team is here to guide you, ensuring your car gets the treatment it deserves. Elevate your driving experience with ProTech Auto Shield and Nano Coatings. Because your car deserves the best. Visit ProTechAutoShield.com today or call 303-423-2841 and shield your investment with confidence. Drive on. Protected with ProTech Auto Shield. 
All right, we are back. Drive Radio KLZ 560. Getting towards the top of the hour. It went a little long there, but that was a great question that we had from Mick. And somebody asked via the text line, you know, what's cheaper, an EV, you know, to fuel? What's cheaper, an EV or a ICE engine car? That's a really broad question because it really comes down to which EV and which ICE vehicle. And what I mean by that is you take the new Hummer EV that gets absolute, you know, terrible range for the battery pack that's in it because of the weight of the vehicle in and of itself. It's really, really fast and cool and all of that, but it's very expensive to fill up just like it would be for its counterpart that gets, you know, 10, 12 miles to the gallon. So it's really apples to apples in that particular case. If you have a high MPG vehicle, you know, 40, 45 miles to the gallon versus a <clears throat> electric vehicle, probably pretty comparable problem is most people aren't driving a vehicle that gets 40 to 45 miles right. to the gallon you're typically in the mid low to mid 20s if you're in the low to mid 20s will you save money with an ev on what it costs to actually operate it yes there's lots of math that's been done on that the one thing though that all the math forgets is you have to own it to begin with yeah initial cost the initial cost still has yeah. to be factored in and i think most of the stats that are out there i haven't looked at this for a while and even even done my own math but the last time i did my own math buying an EV vehicle versus owning an ICE vehicle, it's about a 8- to 10-year payback, meaning you'd have to own the EV that long to make it really pay back when it's all said and done. Now, again, I probably need to sit down and redo that math to determine is that still fairly close or not. And depending upon you and your circumstances, is an EV a good choice? It Again, I'm going to answer that in this way. It depends. Yeah, right. There's not a blanket answer like... Uncle Sam and even some of the dealers want to give you. It really depends on you, your lifestyle, what you use it for. Do you have another vehicle that you can take a long trip with? Because, no, I'm not a fan of taking an EV across country. I don't care what anybody says. I own one, and I wouldn't take it across country. So I'm, I'm probably the best spokesperson for all of this versus folks that are out there that don't own one telling you what you can go do with one. And because of the lack of public charge stations and how fast it takes to charge and even the dc charge which are fast chargers by the way so anytime you hear somebody say it's a fast charger that's a dc charger and to simplify this because most people that haven't studied it don't know this all evs because you can't take portable power and make it ac there's no such thing right any kind of portable power whether it be in your cordless drill or your ev is DC. Yeah, you can't store AC. You can't store AC power. It does not exist. You can only store DC, direct current power. So when they say fast charge, what you're doing is on every EV vehicle, it has the ability to take the wall charger, which is most likely 240, anywhere from 30 to 40 amps typically is the range that a fast level 2 on the wall or in a parking lot charger would do. That's taking the 240 and it's going directly into the car. Okay. There is no inverter on the wall taking that to DC. The car itself, the manufacturers built the EV with an inverter that would take the AC voltage and turn it to DC to then charge the 440-volt battery, the DC battery, on the car, in the car itself. So the vehicle is taking that 
conversion in and of itself, taking the AC power current, converting it to DC. And that's why it's a longer charge, because that inverter doesn't have the ability to take the 240 and run it directly into the battery without having some, quote-unquote, power consumption. And those of you that are really technical and your engineers, I know you're going to correct me, but... In essence, there's a loss there that's happening that doesn't give you the ability to charge as efficiently. A DC or a fast charger is direct DC power to the battery itself. It's not going through the inverter. So, yes, you can typically charge that battery up anywhere from 10 to 20 minutes, whereby it's usually about 50 miles an hour out of a level two charger. At least that's my experience. I know other vehicles and chargers might be a little different, but typically it's about 50 miles an hour where typically on a DC charger, on a fast charger, you could plug in, get your 250 mile range back in about 15 minutes. Way different. That's kind of a short explanation of all the differences. And of course, the 120 volt charger most vehicles come with takes days to charge. Days, you, yeah. you don't even want to use that thing. Just keep that around for a spare in case you ever needed to plug in. You're with going away for the weekend. Yeah, uh, yeah, whatever. But otherwise, you're never going to use that. You're going to do a wall-type charger that's yeah. a 240 volt, and you're going to go that direction. All right, that's it for this hour. We'll be back two more hours coming your way. Drive Radio KLZ 560. Still haven't had enough? Go to drive-radio.com. Email your questions and comments. Download previous programs and find lots of useful information, including your nearest Colorado Select Auto Care Center. That's drive-radio.com. Thanks for listening to Drive Radio, sponsored by the member shops of Colorado Select Auto Care Centers on KLZ 560.